0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with co-host, Dr. Chris Demzar. Yeah, great to be here. Hello, Thank everybody. You for joining us. Absolutely. And not only is this a show where pounds are shed and disease is dead and where you can be set free from your health issues, but it's a continued conversation in the topic of heart disease. Mm-hmm. This is now, I think it's our third week in the series. Yep. And in the beginning, we talked about the heart of the matter, about how it's not what you've been told As the underlying cause so see we think cholesterol and heart disease and bad luck and genes causes heart disease and our first episode what three weeks ago was no that's not the truth then our second episode was to go much deeper into the cholesterol the blood pressure the triglycerides and how the numbers are basically meaningless we talked about The lipoproteins Mm -hmm. and how they're not actually cholesterol. Right. LDL, HDL, VLDL, which nobody talks about. Then we discussed how triglycerides are equally as important in the ratios. Right. And we had a lively conversation about the fact that there is a whole nother type of testing that you need to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We chatted about what the real cause of what's going to cause your cholesterol numbers to skyrocket are. And that's not about the cholesterol. We mentioned that it was those other way more important tests and we told you guys
0: how to get them. And there's even an at-home test that you can do right now that will be more predictive of heart disease than any other test. And listen, I've even upgraded the ebook, okay? We changed the front cover to not just be the diet heart myth, but man, I threw it all in here. What are the home tests? What are the markers you should ask for? So if you're looking for a free ebook that's gonna give you all the information you need to heal yourself and your heart, now's the time the number to dial is 704-906-2094 you can also text your name and your email and i want to really stress that name and email we had like i don't know 200 requests last week and about 50 of them were just free heart book so we have your phone number but we didn't have your name and then we had this john.smith at smith.com well i think you're john smith but like you know we just want to confirm sometimes we get emails like c colon slash underscore 56 at yahoo and that's all it said so if you want the free ebook please for the love of god text your name and your email the number comes through automatically we don't need your number we just need your name and your email and that is to 704-906-2094 again 704-906-2094 the ebook is almost 30 pages long it has all of the causes It has the entire breakdown of what the issue, the lies are. We even have free gifts at the end, the foods that destroy your heart, the foods that heal your heart, the nutrients that help you to heal your heart, the vitamins you need to focus on, the minerals. And guys, you get free access to our webinar, which is next Saturday. It's the Carolina Holistic Heart Health Summit. And it's gonna be a big one. We're already over 200 people registered. We still have practically almost two weeks, my goodness. And uh, actually only one week. week. Wow. What am I thinking? One week left guys. 704-906-2094. The heart disease heal thyself ebook is free and the webinar is free and we're going to continue our conversation. And I know this is a big one for a lot of people. If you were to say to me the number one heart health issue people deal with on a daily basis, like more hospital visits are for this, This is something people might not think is a heart health issue, but it is. Yes. What is it that we're going to talk about today? Yeah, absolutely. So it's
1: blood pressure, right? Blood pressure is something that people associate with, oh my gosh, now there's something really wrong with my heart. And so that's the initial thought to equate blood pressure to heart disease. Yeah. And so, yes, people go. That's probably the uh, the number one reason that people go for a heart-related issue is something related to high blood pressure in yep. the first place.
0: And, you know, it's something that we can screen at home quite easily. And yep. we've had numbers jammed into our brain since, I don't know, 12 years old. Right. Okay, normal blood pressure is? 120 over 80. But in actuality, that's not the truth. Right. Okay, so if you guys think about statistics, there's a bell curve. And if you think of it from a perspective of the middle of that curve, so like this nice bell curve, right? The middle of the curve is 120 over 80. But what that means is you can be a standard deviant of plus one and be 130 over 90 and be normal. Or you could be a negative deviant, 120 over 70, and be normal. Well, here's something I don't think most people think about, but when you're being
1: really active, what do you think happens to your blood pressure? Does it just stay at (laughs) that 120 over 80? No. No, it can't. It has to go up because you need more blood to get more oxygen to the working muscles and tissues.
0: So are you saying if I'm being chased by a saber toothed tiger, I want my blood pressure to be high. That's right. You
1: want your blood pressure to go up when you're doing certain things. So it's okay that your blood pressure is elevated when you're doing certain when, things. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Here's the problem, no. right?
0: We're not being chased by saber-toothed tigers. Right. We're being chased by emails, texts, mm-hmm. phone calls, S- our boss barking down our back because our proposal is late, uh, traffic, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever stresses people out today. So right. So we can't just keep looking at blood pressure as being high as a bad thing. Like if I'm on the treadmill for 25 minutes, it better be like 140 over 95. That's right.
1: But if you also just spent an all nighter because you had to get 10 projects done for work, you probably expect the same thing, right? And
0: that's what we're seeing in today's society. So this goes back to the truth that we talked about at the beginning of this episode, and of this whole series. The numbers are more or less meaningless. They're guides, but they're not truths. I'll give you an example. My wife, okay, very classic, petite, 5'4", female, weighs barely a little bit more than 105 pounds. Okay, she's a petite female. Her pressure is normally like 100 over 60. Yeah. Now, some of you, you might pass out if you had 100 over 60. I'm a little taller, I'm a little more active, and my pressure is usually 135 over 85 as normal. Now, here's yep. where it gets crazy. Did you know this? The American Heart Association and the AMA is now pushing for the new normal to be less than 120 over 80. Wow. So they want like 118 over 78. Now there's two reasons for this. Let's see if we can figure them out. The number one reason they're changing the new blood pressure numbers are? Well, if it has anything to do with what we've been chatting about with uh, cholesterol medications, with people
1: being on medicine, they're getting blood pressures lower, and so to keep people on medication, you've gotta keep changing
0: Changing the the normal range. And it opens up this massive uh, expansion of potential candidates. So watch, okay? I go in and I'm 122 over uh, 84. Okay, most MDs are not going to say you need a a pill for this. Yeah, you know, let's watch it. Maybe check it five times. By the way, did you know that you're supposed to take three readings at different times and take Mm. the average of them, and that's your actual Actual blood blood pressure? pressure. But anyway, we won't talk about that. So if I drop the number to say 118 over 78, well, now that 124 or 5 becomes a big spread, and we can start prescribing more. Okay, that's number one. Okay, number two, what do you think the second reason is? Why would they change the numbers? So one so, was to prescribe more, and number two is it's gonna be it's me. gonna sound insane. Ready yeah, for this? Me. It's because we're so heavily medicating individuals, the normal has dropped. So watch, if your blood oh. pressure is one forty over ninety and you take a blood pressure pill, will it go down? Yes. Okay, it's a drug, guys, it does what it's supposed to do. So if we have 75% of Americans taking this new blood pressure regimen, well, we've dropped the average blood pressure of Americans, so now the new normal has become lower. So therefore, they have to shift the medicated range to a lower level. And I hate to say it, it's all a bottom profit driver. Okay, so what we really need to figure out is, if you don't want to medicate, how do we solve this beast called high blood pressure? Right. And it begins with understanding, you don't probably have high blood pressure. Nope. Actually, that was a double negative. You don't probably, <laughs> you don't have We're, high blood pressure. You have what's causing it.
1: Yeah, it's funny because we talked about double negatives with, in, in different English did, terms didn't a lot last week. So. Yes, we did. funny how that popped back up.
0: So, okay, so step number one, all right? I know this is tough, okay? Imagine I'm taking a patient who has just left their doctor's office and has been diagnosed with high blood pressure. They walk into our clinic and say, I want help with my high blood pressure. And the first thing that comes out of our mouths is, yes, but you don't have high blood pressure. Right. What? So can you explain this? Like, how do I not have the diagnosis I was just given? I've left with a label, and you're telling me that that's not true? Right. I don't actually have what I was diagnosed with? Like, break that down for us.
1: Well, and so what Dr. Ernst said is, what he just said is, first of all, you probably didn't check. To see if your blood pressure is truly high, right? Three measurements at three different times, take the average of those, and that's gonna give you a much more accurate measurement of what your body's doing from a blood pressure perspective. Okay, second, you come into our office, and those of you that have been listening for a while, you know we are all about finding the root cause. Is high blood pressure the root cause of what's actually going on within your body? No, wow. no, we know it's something deeper. And Dr. Ernst alluded to it before, having to do with stress, the accumulation of stress, but stress on what? Stress on what that's gonna then lead to physiological changes within your body to elevate your blood pressure to stay in that stressed well, out state. So
0: let, let's talk fluid dynamics, okay? Mm-hmm. Now I know you might be like, what? Here we go, okay. a bit of We're a closed system. Yep. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah. We, yeah, well we've just got blood and fluid circulating around. It's not leaving, yeah. leaking outside of our bodies unless you've got gaping holes in you. So that's what a closed system means. So needs.
0: it's a fluid-based closed system with pipes, all right? There is an inherent pressure to this because mm-hmm. we have a pump, and our yep. heart is pushing the fluids around. Right. Just in case you don't know this, the first quack, the first push that's the big number, 120, yep. is what it's supposed to be or under. The second one is the of the push to the blood to the lungs. So it doesn't take as much because the heart is so close to the lungs. It just needs a little. F- yep. So this 80 pounds of pressure, or milligrams of mercury as they call it, yep. this 80 push is lower because the heart is so close to the lungs. Now, all the way down to our toes, up into our brain, under our eyeballs, it's a little harder because it's a more push. That's why the pressure's higher when you do the, I'll call it the systolic push, okay? Now, if it's a closed system, what are some things that could just naturally make the pressure go up? And how could that be the underlying cause? So, if the vessels change their diameter, would the pressure go up or down?
1: Yeah, well, depends. If the diameter is getting wider, right? So if we've got a pipe and we've got closed system, though, now closed Close system, system. Now the pipe expands and gets twice the size. What's yep. going to happen to that pressure? The pressure is going to become. Significantly less. Less, it has right? to because has the to.
0: fluid has to fill the gap yes. in, yep. and that ins- expansion of volume made the pressure drop. Exactly, but Now the opposite is just as true. Also true,
1: right? When that pipe gets much smaller, there's way less space, right? It's kind of, think of it like a shower head. We all want stronger shower heads, more water passing through. Yeah. We want those, those fancy, those rainfall showers, yeah. right? We've got hundreds of little spouts, but they're spouting out really high-pressure water out of, for you to take a shower with. It's the same thing. That small space, you've got all this fluid that's got to go through. It's going to raise the pressure.
0: So what if the high blood pressure diagnosis is just a chronically inflamed smaller vessel system? That's right. Because by the way, just, you know, 95% plus of people that are diagnosed with high blood pressure have chronically inflamed vessels and the inflammation shrinks the vessel size because what happens is when something becomes inflamed, it thickens the tissue. So you've shortened the space, you've decreased the volume and boom, pressure goes up. Now, let's see if everyone's been paying attention. I know we're speaking to you guys like you've been just, you know, hanging on every thread since last Saturday. What is the number one causer of inflammation that isn't cholesterol and saturated fats that causes high blood pressure?
1: Ooh, Uh-oh, I'm have to go even with, Dr. Chris is going, yeah, it's been a I'm week. I'm gonna have to go with like, sugar. Like sugar. The reason, okay. and
0: grains, you guys remember this, the reason we test for A1C at home to find out your heart health is because sugar and grains and the inflammatory nature of them is what yep. causes the vessels to, to switch. And become smaller, and therefore we start to get this inflammation in the vessels. Right. Now, and watch this. Those vessels are inflamed. Well, they're higher in their likelihood to become oxidized. Now, can you explain what is oxidation technically? Like, yeah. Yeah, like if a vessel is oxidized, is that good or bad? Yeah. So typically, that's a bad thing, right? And so, back in
1: school, if you remember way back to your to your physics or chemistry days, you might remember that Leo the lion says "ger." Yes. But very simply. When an oxidation reaction happens, we know that uh, there are cells in our body. They're made up of protons, neutrons, and electrons. And oxidation, to keep it simple, is the loss of an electron. So that atom has lost an electron. Yep, is what's occurring from a chemical structure standpoint. But that's a really bad thing because that loss of an electron now we have that's a that electron is now hanging out, and we call it this oxidative species.
0: Yeah, it's like, a, when f- it's, like a radical, right? Yeah, like it's, this. It's also known as a free <laughs>
1: radical. Right, and you've heard of those free radicals being carcinogenic, or oh, you got to lower the free radicals in your body, the the oxidative stress associated with it. Right, it's all we're basically talking about the same thing. And uh, what's really important is when there's high levels of oxidative stress, that's going to flood your system with signals that are then going to say, hey, we got to raise the blood pressure to try to deal with this oxidative stress. And here's
0: the thing. That specific signal has been tested. So the researchers at the Cambridge Institute of Medical Research found out what happens is this thing called the oxidative switch. So you become inflamed. Your vessels shrink in size. Your blood pressure goes up. And then watch this. A protein called angiotensin is converted into this thing called angiotensinogen. And if you think about it, tensinogen tensing it actually causes further decreasing of the blood vessels and therefore we start to see this elevation of these enzymes so what happens is your vessels become inflamed because of grains and sugar they become oxidized that oxidation causes this conversion i'm sorry i read it backwards angiotensinogen converts into angiotensin and the tensin is tension and that increases blood pressure. So watch this. How many of you are taking ACE inhibitors? They're trying to block that process from the beginning, but they're doing it downstream. Yeah. The best way to get off an ACE inhibitor is stop the inflammation of angiotensin, which is just cut your grains and carbs and sugars to near zero. Your vessels will dilate and the pressure drops. Yep. You know what's so crazy? It can happen so fast. We've seen it in like days. Yeah, exactly. Now, here's the thing. Some of you are taking calcium channel blockers. Some of you are taking ACE inhibitors. Some of you are taking diuretics. Here's what I find so frustrating, and I'm sure you would agree with me. Yep. We take care of patients all the time, and they'll come in saying, I'm on an ACE inhibitor and I wanna get off of it. We're like, okay, well that tells us that you have too much angiotensin, so therefore, the medication and its effect on your body tells us the cause. Right. Let me give you an example. I walk into you and I have high blood pressure and they have me on water pills. Diuretics, what's causing my uh, blood pressure to be elevated? Inflammation. And I have too much fluid volume. I'm retaining water, and I'm inflamed. And because of that, they're trying to open up my kidneys and create a floodgate. So I, taking a water pill, just need to get the inflammation down and get the water out. Now, ready? I'm taking an ACE inhibitor. What's what's the cause of my high blood pressure? Yeah,
1: so it's it's the stress
0: on the vessel wall Is you're doing this angiotensinogen to angiotensin conversion. And guess what? if you know the method of action of the medication your doctor's putting you on secretly you know the cause they just aren't telling you because they're fixing the downstream effects rather than blocking this angiotensin why don't we just stop the production of in the first place rather than waiting for there to be so much of it we have to take a drug to shut its effects off why don't we just say hey let's figure out how to stop the production and it's so easy get to the root cause now real quick all right, the call lines have quieted down, so that must mean either you left and someone else is new, or you forgot to call in and get the free ebook. Okay, this has almost 30 pages. I wrote it to have everything you need, not just for high blood pressure, but for cholesterol, triglycerides, arrhythmias, palpitations. If it's a heart health issue, the answer is in this book holistically. Yes. We're not going to tell you the newest drug to take. We're not going to say go work out and change your diet. We're going to show you how you actually have to get down to the root cause. So, this ebook is free 704 906 2094. And you also get access to our Holistic Heart Health Summit, which is next Saturday, guys, literally a week away from today. So, Dr. Chris, let's do this. We got four minutes before a commercial. Love it. I want to talk now about the functional approach. Yeah. Okay, so we have the medical approach, which is. You go to your doctor, they check your arm, they say, holy cow, your pressure's high, and then they put you on something, an ACE inhibitor, a calcium channel blocker, a water pill. You leave going, whew, I'm taken care of. Okay. But then you have coming to an integrative functional physician, which is completely different. Our approach is to do a whole bunch of things. We want to find the root cause. Could you tease them with some of the things? I mean, look how many there are that you should be listening to, okay? If you're not paying attention to these, no wonder your blood pressure hasn't been fixed. So we have to, getting to the root cause
1: could mean going down a lot of different avenues and functionally we do that, right? And if you haven't been checked and if you haven't tested all these different avenues, you just know, oh, I've got high blood pressure. Let's just see if we can do this one medication that'll make a fix happen. No, that's not gonna work. You've gotta test the different avenues to know. Okay, so here are a few of them. There could be some severe nutritional deficiencies. Right, vitamin D, vitamin C. I hope some of you got lots of vitamin D this past uh, week and the weekend before, which was July 4th weekend. Okay, uh, what about? Have you ever been tested for heavy metals? Toxic levels of mercury have been shown to significantly increase the per, your blood pressure.
0: And not just mercury. Remember, it's the clams, and then right? We, yeah, we can cadmium, lead, and arsenic, aluminum, aluminum. aluminum sorry, yes. Cap-C, we have to, we have to make sure we check each other. Okay, cadmium, lead, and aluminum, aluminum and mercury.
1: And when we talk about a whole body approach, functional is a whole body approach. So
0: what if you have hypothyroidism? That could lead to changes that wait, will lead to... Wait, 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 wait. A hormone issue with my thyroid can make my blood, blood pressure, pressure go high. Absolutely. Because hypothyroid does what? Slows, Slows everything, everything down. down. So the compensation is the you pressure has to Speed to it up. all back up, yeah. right? You
1: guys see how that works? When one thing is off,
0: not functioning the way it should, the
1: body compensates in another way. Right, it doesn't mean that compensation's the real problem though. No. So okay, let's keep going. What if okay? And we didn't chat about this too much. We chatted about how blood pressure being a pressure thing. We always chat about it with like a, uh, the pressure or stretch receptors. We didn't yes. really talk about the there's a chemical nature too though, right? And so there's oh, there's a whole there's a whole we have these, these things called uh, the chemoreceptors inside of our blood vessel walls and those are going to have a lot of say in what happens with their blood pressure and how it changes in response to x y and z and so if you're not having the chemical nature of what's going on with your blood pressure tested, you're not gonna know.
0: Are you alluding to the fact that like my cortisol and my adrenaline mm-hmm. could be a little high? Yep, absolutely. And, and even at rest, right. I would have a higher pulse and higher pressure. Yeah,
1: And even even more simply than that, very specific minerals like sodium and potassium that are gonna help to regulate that chemical response to blood pressure. So yeah. it's not just a pressure response. There's a chemical nature to so it too. So
0: did you know, maybe you do know this, but did you know, Maybe that not. Tell me. Estrogen deficiency, mm, which is okay, a very know. big thing with women. What are most women taking? They're taking estrogen. Testosterone deficiency. Okay? We're putting men, pearls in our hips. We're using deodorant rolls on that are testosterone based. Yep. When your hormones are deficient of estrogen and testosterone, pressure starts to elevate. Yep. Absolutely.
1: And so and these are just a couple. Well, and we've already mentioned this one, but someone that's pre-diabetic
0: almost always,
1: always, 99% of the time. It's gonna have an elevated blood pressure.
0: So we've teased you with what the second half is gonna be. What is the step-by-step functional approach to fix blood pressure once and for all? And I'm talking like in as little as 90 days, okay? We've seen it drop so fast that medicated people are crashing and they have to get off their meds because they're causing more problems. Hmm. If you're looking for a way to get out of your blood pressure issues, 704-906-2094, text your name and email. You get this ebook, which is free. You get access to the webinar next week, which is free. And don't go anywhere when we come back to this commercial. Again, step-by-step, blood pressure to normal in less than 90 days. See us, Dr. Earn show, 704-906-2094. We'll be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good afternoon, happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with co-host. Dr. Chris Demzar. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we're having a really good discussion about blood pressure. Most specifically, why so many people aren't getting rid of their blood pressure. It's actually very simple to resolve blood pressure in as little as 90 days when you know the cause. So our show exists to teach you how to become your own doctors, how to diagnose yourself, how to take care of yourself the right way and reverse whatever kind of health issues you have. And uh, it's that simple. So what is the biggest challenge with blood pressure today? I think personally it's that we don't, and when I say we, people in general, don't associate it with something really serious, right? right. Oh, it's just my high blood pressure.
1: Yeah. Oh, almost everybody gets that at some point, right?
0: So we were at the Whitewater Center not too long ago, and I mean, I see people like working out like crazy, climbing rock walls. So yep. Let me ask you a question, Dr. Chris. If I grab that guy who just finished the rock wall climb and check his blood pressure, would it be high? It better be. So We'd don't, be worried if so, it wasn't, right? So see, we need high blood pressure at times. And I know this is gonna sound strange, but you should actually thank your high blood pressure yeah. for being there because yep. it's doing something for you. Yep. Okay, so if, uh, if we don't understand the function of blood pressure as being something similar to that of a fever, then we've lost it, right. okay? A fever being high, now, finally, 2022, people are going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. But yet, blood pressure, high, uh, good thing? It, most people freak out and panic it's actually a really good thing if your blood pressure is high in the temporary period but when it's Mm. high for long periods of time like when you're at rest and when you're asleep something's wrong and rather than popping pills to lower it back down let's get to the root cause uh we talked during the commercial break there's something really unique about blood pressure that nobody talks about like no one discusses this as an underlying issue and Mm. rarely and i'm talking like almost never do they test for this what is the actual test that should be run to determine yeah. the cause of your high blood pressure yeah you need to know what the a1c level is and also we talked about insulin and, yep and your so see so guys numbers. we're running diabetic tests for high blood pressure like if that doesn't make you crazy you need to download zbook okay 704-906-2094 this ebook shares with you the secrets of what causes high blood pressure, how it's not cholesterol, it's not saturated mm-hmm. fats, it's nope. sugars and grains and carbs, and the fact that you don't know what your fasting and insulin levels are. You don't know what your A1C is. So Dr. Chris, share this with us. High levels of insulin do yep. what? What do they do to us? Yeah, well, so insulin in general is going to help your body to retain sodium. It's
1: going to prevent sodium from leaving your body. So if you are, if you are developing diabetes, if you're a pre-diabetic even, right? And now your insulin levels are slowly climbing higher and higher and higher because you are becoming insulin resistant slowly over time. Well, higher insulin means higher sodium retention. And
0: what does that have to do with blood pressure? That sodium
1: retention, right? Having higher levels of sodium is going to force your blood pressure to go higher, right? We need to balance out the amount of fluid within the blood vessel with the amount of minerals that we have. Sodium is one of those minerals. So if we have higher levels of sodium, we have to balance that with higher levels of fluid. It's going to naturally cause your blood pressure to go up
0: so did you also know that insulin raises your cholesterol absolutely and that insulin raises your blood pressure directly Mm -hmm. insulin is responsible for that oxidative switch that takes place so as promised we're going to share with you the best ways to defend against this number one so you never end up with high blood pressure and if you have high blood pressure the best way right now to lower it as quickly as you can and let's start with the mother of all mothers that isn't in our notes, but has to be talked about every single time. You must address yep. the functional power that goes to all systems, yep. okay? You, you alluded to it earlier. You could have a hypothyroid and be hypertensive. Yes. You could have a kidney issue and be hypertensive. hypertensive. You could have a blood pressure issue, and by that being something's wrong with your heart, physically, you could have a hormonal issue you could have diabetes. So if you look at this, we gotta go like so high up that we go to the mothership. What controls all systems in the body? I know the answer to this, I know you do. It is your your
1: nervous system, and specifically your central nervous system. Right, the governing organ of the body, the governing tissues, the nervous tissues that are going to send every single signal to communicate from organ to brain and back out to body, whatever needs to happen. But if you have a hormonal change, the reason that your blood pressure goes up is because of the signals to your nervous yes. system. If there's a change in the signals going through your nervous system, and now there's an interference somewhere within that nervous system that can lead to the blood pressure
0: change. Well, as well. And think of it like this. Don't we have branches of our nerve system called sympathetic parasympathetic? Right. Yep. So could you, using some pretty simple terminology, if there's interference in the sympathetic system, could that cause high blood pressure? Absolutely. And yep. if there's interference in the parasympathetic system, could that cause high blood pressure? Yeah. Well, think of it like this.
1: If there's an interference that causes your body to send signals that keep you in sympathetic, Correct. staying in sympathetic is that fight or flight, right? We talk about when you go in, we're doing the rock wall climbing. That's, you have a to go in a, that's a small amount of fight or flight. Right. So <laughs> your blood pressure gonna has i going to die go. if I let go. <laughs> right. But then once you drop and you fall into the pool and you swim back to shore, you swim back to the ladder, the sympathetic response gets to be gone. You're back into parasympathetic. Your body's going to go back into rest. Yeah, now, it's about balance. Yes, all about balance. So, But if there's a neurological interference somewhere that keeps you in sympathetic, then that's going to cause your body to have that high blood pressure chronically over time. It's not gonna ever yeah. get a chance to rest and go down.
0: And some people call this PTSD, where they're like, oh man, everything is just setting me off. Nah, I know that I'm gonna step on some feathers here, but, yeah. That is just someone who's in chronic fight or flight all yep. the time. Like, for example, their phone gets a text, ding, oh, oh my god, like, what, what if, what if, what if, and they're, you know, they get in their car, what if, what if I get in a car accident on the way to the grocery store? Or, fight or flight 24 yeah. seven, their yeah. pressure's gonna be high. Absolutely, how many of you have
1: bought into saying oh, I have to have five ring or security cameras that I can always look at all the time <laughs> and every single time that there's some motion or whatever you're that checking you, it you're checking it you get a notification to your phone and you're getting 20 so, notifications every 10 minutes.
0: So here's the thing: the number one step to lowering your blood pressure is lowering your sympathetic fight or flight response. Yep. And the best thing for that is not yoga, meditation, supplementation. Yep. It's, you have to have a structurally specific functional chiropractor assess yeah. the vagal system and specifically for the heart, thoracic one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. This is the sympathetic chain here. This is the parasympathetic chain here. And if there's an interference in either of those, you get stuck in that fight or flight response. Right. And pressure is high because of that. Yeah. Now, let's pretend someone is clearing their central nervous system. What are some things they can do to get a better, quicker, faster response? Yeah,
1: so we alluded to it earlier, and in the last half of the show, you've gotta lower the oxidative stress. The oxidative stress that can cause damage to the blood blood vessel walls and can lead to an increase in the blood pressure, we've gotta change that.
0: And that's because, again, of this thing called, it's actually, you can Google it, the oxidative switch. It's when angiotensinogen gets converted into angiotensin, and that tensin, tension, causes a constriction and these are the the people out there that are using ACE inhibitors which right. is like the number one most prescribed medication for high blood pressure right. outside of a calcium channel blocker which guess what is a distortion in the ability to regulate calcium and magnesium potassium which is again a mineral issue and a hormone problem right okay but
1: going back to it what does the ACE inhibitor do it just changes or doesn't allow the angiotensin to or angiotensinogen to angiotensin conversion So now you're just not getting that tension hormone throughout the body. So that's what's gonna help to keep the blood pressure low, but have you actually changed the oxidative stress at all?
0: No. So what would be something that is like the best defense against this oxidative switch?
1: Yeah, switch to much healthier fats. Throw out the bad fats, put in the good fats. You guys know what I'm talking about, and if you don't, that means you haven't listened to our show before. We're grateful and to here. And it also
0: means you gotta download this ebook because all of the healthy stuff that you need to eat for your heart is in here and all of the stuff to toss is also in here. Hey, how do they get this?
1: Yeah, just text your name and email right now to
0: 704-906-2094. Boom! It's that easy. Okay. But the healthy fats. You or guys... you can call it. I have a call center. We have a call center. Yeah. They'd love to chat with you, but here's their they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna pick up like this. Thanks for calling the Ask Dr. Earn show. Can I have your name and your email? Because they already have your phone number. So you can text it or you can call it and let's get you in.
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay, so you guys have been waiting. Some healthy fats. What do you need to add in to allow this oxidative switch to happen in the right direction so we can decrease the oxidative stress? You want healthy fats that'll include coconut oils, avocado oils, olive oils, Different nuts. Only and seeds. olive
0: oils cannot be heated, though. Don't right. cook with olive oil. Right. I know that's a whole nother show we could do. No heating olive oil. Yes. Uh, and you need high levels of omega 3. So,
1: where do we get that? From very clean fish supplements. You can. Or you can get uh, certain plants too. Certain flax, wild and chia, fish, and then yep, yep, your flax and chia seeds. And then you can get grass fed organic meats, free range chickens, turkeys, eggs. Great ways to get all the healthy fats that you need. Hold eat on, to...
0: I thought eggs cause heart disease.
1: Absolutely not. I know everyone's like, oh, I have to get rid of the yolk because it's going to be high in cholesterol and it's going to yes. make my cholesterol go up. But remember,
0: guys, that's the cholesterol lie. They want you to think that the cholesterol, excuse me, that you eat. Is what causes the plaquing in the arteries and it's not yeah. it's the inflammation first it's the angiotensinogen conversion first it's the oxidative switch taking place notice oxidative we know that only oxidative cholesterol shows up in the arteries yep. only oxidative if you shut down the oxidative switch you can't get it so what is yep. a superpower nutrient that can shut this oxidative yep. switch off yep you've got to
1: stimulate your glutathione levels Wait, my my what levels? Yeah, so glutathione is a precursor to specific antioxidant pathways within the body. And so that's really easy supplementation that you can take to help support that glutathione system, which will then boost your antioxidant potential to shut down yes.
0: the oxidative switch. but here's here's the thing, guys, don't run off to your local shop and right. buy a glutathione supplement, five hundred milligrams of glutathione. The moment you swallow glutathione, your stomach breaks it down into individual components. The only way, listen, the only way to get your glutathione levels to elevate is to take the precursors, which is N-acetylcysteine, a sulfur-based compound, so this is why we gotta eat garlic and onions and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you have to have a decent amount of this thing called homocysteine, which is a healthy version, not the homocysteine we measure on your blood labs, okay? Right. There's precursors. Okay, now, could you run off though and get an IV of glutathione? Yes, Yes. because you've bypassed the stomach and now it's directly in your blood. Now, glutathione IVs are not inexpensive. You're looking at like $149, but guess what? That is the best $149 you've ever spent if you have high blood pressure. Absolutely. Okay, what else can we use? This one's kind of fun because it's labeled as the heart health drink. Like, they're spending so much money on advertising for this stuff. The bottle even looks like a heart. It does. So they're does. like, just drink. Yeah. Palm.
1: Well, I know <laughs> we're not supposed to say uh, companies. Brands, out here, but, but, but hey, brands. That's, it is but a brand. Pomegranate. 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 Yes. So pomegranate extract, pomegranate juice, pomegranate seeds are extremely healthy. They are a. Uh, they have a lots of things called polyphenols in them, which are extremely, extremely effective at basically acting as your body's own natural ACE inhibitor.
0: Yeah. So hold on, hold on. We said earlier the oxidative switch is the problem. It's caused by eating lots of grains and carbohydrates mm-hmm. and having a vagal system, sympathetic system that's out of balance. So medicationally, they'll give them an ACE inhibitor. You're saying pomegranate juice is a natural ACE inhibitor? I am, So Absolutely. how come everybody doesn't know this?
1: Yeah, because there's not as much money to be made in pomegranates as there is to be made off some of the medications that you. Now made. it's
0: a slightly expensive juice, though, right? So like it that is. bottle is not cheap, right? And it's not easy. to But go ahead you also and don't drink like sixteen ounces of it yep. at once. Yep. It's like an ounce or two a day. Yep. Okay. This isn't like guzzling this pomegranate no, no, juice. No no. no, no, no. Okay. So what about this? Could there be a vitamin that's so inexpensive and is over the counter that can lower blood pressure quickly? And why and the answer is yes yes absolutely and it's magnesium magnesium will help to lower your
1: blood pressure and you know what's interesting is the research has shown that magnesium will lower your blood pressure whether your blood pressure is high to start with or not exactly isn't that fantastic so it's just a natural way to be able to uh, support the different systems that are gonna control your blood pressure remember we talked about there being a stretch control and there being a chemical control so magnesium is gonna function more on the chemical control side now but it's going to allow your blood pressure to slowly drop whether it's already high or not.
0: Because what it does is it relaxes the vessel. Okay, so I want you to think of magnesium, and most people know this, right, as a relaxer. Okay, you throw in magnesium salts into a bath. Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. Yes. Okay, you throw that into a bath. Guess what? People feel relaxed. Now, hold on, though. There are a lot of magnesiums. You just heard Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. Okay, Mm -hmm. don't you dare go out and try to start swallowing magnesium sulfate. That'd be bad. You're gonna have diarrhea for a week if you do that. Okay, that's an externally applied magnesium. Typically, now you can turn it into a drink. That's a whole nother subject. But magnesium glycinate has been shown to be that relaxer that you want. There's magnesium citrate, magnesium sulfate, magnesium this date, magnesium that date, magnesium three and eight. Okay sulfate is not the one to use that's external right so taking a bath glycinate however is the supplemental form you want for right. lowering blood pressure I mean, is
1: another really common one magnesium oxide
0: yes but that's, that's a terrible cool. one That'd like be that would, no, too. no exactly
1: so just to give that information to you guys right we want to take and look if right you though. struggle
0: knowing what kind of magnesium to use guess what's so great about google what magnesium for what You're gonna get a list this long. Magnesium threonate, magnesium glycinate, magnesium succinate, magnesium citrate, magnesium sulfate. There are so many different kinds of magnesium. And this is why I think some people are like, oh, I tried that magnesium thing for my blood pressure. It didn't work. Really, which one did you use? Well, I I don't know. Okay, was it magnesium glycinate? I don't know. So therefore, don't say magnesium didn't work. Remember, you have to be smarter than your average medical doctor. Otherwise, you're not gonna be able to heal yourself. And we're trying to give you the tools, it's so easy. So if you're listening right now and you struggle with high blood pressure, I'm gonna recommend you text us so you can get this ebook because everything you need is in here, 704-906-2094. I'd recommend you join us for the free webinar next Saturday. I'll literally show you patients that have gotten their blood pressure dropped so fast they had to stop their meds immediately. We've got one gentleman who's gonna share a testimonial from you how he was taking certain medications for his blood pressure for years, and in a matter of just six to eight weeks off almost all of them, cutting some of them in half. I'm telling you, our approach works because we're not medical doctors. Right, We are functionally integrated physicians that both have chiropractic degrees and even doctors of natural medicine and even licenses that allow us to teach you how to become your own doctor. Because ultimately, the only way to fix blood pressure is for you to do it. So again, 704-906-2094 is the number to call and it gets you this ebook for free and it gets you access to the webinar. Hey, what's the number again? 704-906-2094. Okay, so we talked about magnesium, we talked about the natural ACE inhibitors of pomegranate juice, we even talked about the fact that certain aspects of your spine is important, but I wanna go through one vitamin that nobody associates with blood pressure, but yet it should be. This should be the first vitamin that you think of. Now, we talked minerals, Right. right, magnesium, What's the vitamin yep. deficiency that's always seen in high blood pressure? Yep. Vitamin D. And we see this with
1: not just high blood pressure but so many other diseases. When you're deficient in vitamin D, it shuts down your immune response and it's going to increase the amount of oxidative stress that your body has to deal with and that's going to lead to, as we've talked about yeah. this whole show, high blood pressure. Because it is
0: an antioxidant. Yes. Technically, and I think you know this, right? It's not even a vitamin. By definition, it's a hormone. hormone. And we said earlier that hormone disturbances in estrogen and testosterone and cortisol and angiotensin, which is a hormone, causes your blood pressure to elevate. So if your vitamin D is low, you can't shut off all this conversion process and your pressure goes sky high. Now, what should an ideal vitamin D3 be? Like, let's say I go to my doctor and I ask them for a D3 test. I want it to be this or higher.
1: 80 to 120. As close to
0: 100 as you can get, guys. Now, 100 is the sweet spot. Endocrine society will say anything over 30, you're good. But I'm telling mm-hmm. you, clinical functional research says 50 minimum, minimum. 80, 90, 100 ideal. Yeah. And I'm telling you, a lot of you that have high blood pressure are gonna test it and see 40 or 30 or 20. We had a patient once, nine. It's like, how are you even alive? Yeah. And here's
1: the thing, just being above thirty, under thirty is basically now you be potentially having fatal outcomes from disease taking over your body. Yeah. So of course you want to be above that. But yeah. so many of you may not be, and you may not even know. So then just being a little bit above thirty, is that really good? No. No, we've got to get it even higher so that you can be within a normal range of function,
0: not just trying to survive. But and I thriving. know. And listen, I know what they're gonna do because I see the text coming in. Look at look at the Facebook Uh-oh. comments. Okay. My D three, how much did yep. I take? Okay. Yep. I don't know how much to tell you to take because we need to know your numbers. Now, I will throw this out as a little freebie. If you private message us, because it's a private conversation, guys, I can't give advice over social media specific. We can tell you, go get your D3 tested and make sure you're within this range. But if you get tested and it comes back at like 46, and you say, hey, Dr. Ernst and Dr. Demzar, how much should I take? Uh, Can't really do that unless you're a patient. But we can keep it as a private conversation if you want because it's something simple, right? It's just uh, yes. this. Okay, so private message us. So those of you on Facebook, those of us you on YouTube, private message us if you have a question like that. And another good thing to do would be get the ebook. It's free. In fact, this is your last chance to get the ebook because next Saturday yeah, is it's the, the webinar. It's the yep. So 704-906-2094. It, if you have something, go for it, but yeah. I want to tease them with this thing because okay. we're going to talk Perfect. about this on the on the webinar.
1: Perfect, let me just, I just want to bring this back home real quick, back to the nervous system. Yes. And just to show that that still is king, that is number one. If you don't know if there's a neurological interference, then you, everything else that you do may be great, but it may lead a temporary change, but your body is stuck in a specific you know, pattern and you've got to make that change. And so there's some really interesting research out there that even shows. That it was looking at stresses on different organs and relating stresses to the stomach relating stresses to the pancreas to your intestines and was finding that when you would stress those different hormones you were stimulating a response that would shoot the blood pressure up in that individual as well wow. And so what's going on then right isn't it clear then the nervous system is sending signals from those yes. specific organs and they were calling it they were calling it a blood pressure arc they're calling it so this or reflex arc so this reflex arc doesn't have to go up to your brain guys it's within that autonomic sympathetic No kidding, like like system. like
0: when i get my knee hit yeah, at the doctor's right. office and it my like, knee right right your knee f- yep your so knee my my, r- my high blood pressure could be a reflexive response to an organ that's stressed yeah to, a in, such, another to, system. to in
1: another system in another totally different body system cause your blood pressures go boom
0: see what i mean guys you you got to get the ebook okay you have to get this 704-906-2094 you have to come to the heart summit next saturday Because otherwise, you're never going to get this. And I'm going to tease you with something. There's brand new research showing that something called NRF2. NRF2 is a transcription factor. If that gene is expressing, a certain amount of detoxification genes are shut off. And therefore, watch this. The phase 2 liver detoxification enzymes that would normally lower your blood pressure can't do it. And as a secret, I'm gonna show you the number one way to shut off this NRF2 pathway so fast that you wouldn't even believe it. Stronger than green tea, stronger than quercetin, stronger than resveratrol, stronger than those NRF2 blockers that are extremely expensive. You know what I'm talking about, right? Those ones that are out there, that are like 80 bucks a pill. Those things work, but they're not the way to do it the right way. It's like taking a medication. Let's shut off this NRF2 pathway the right way. Absolutely. I'm teasing you because I'm gonna give it to you only on the webinar. Okay, show's over, but we got like three seconds. 704-906-2094. Ooh. 704-906-2094. That's your call for the ebook. Guys, thank you. Yeah. We'll see you next week with some new topics and new information as we start a new series. We don't even know what it is yet. So if you're looking for something, text us and we'll, we'll chat. Okay, will see you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye. Adios. Bye-bye we <laughs>